You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian. I'm Seal. I'm JD. Let's talk about Chapter 7, The Reckoning. And there's going to be a reckoning, son. Mm-hmm. Make oh no my mistake. Goodness gracious. This it's episode was great. The reckoning always makes me think of Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Talk holiday. Oh, make no mistake. It's the reckoning. So we've, we've mentioned the last few episodes that the plot seemed kind of loosey-goosey, kind of where we go in. We're just trying to do filler. Not this one. No, we're right back into the thick of the story with this episode. Yeah. And... It takes some turns, and it really sets up the season finale and future seasons, we all hope, fingers crossed. Yes. So, it starts off with uh, Grief Karga, who we remember from Navarro, the head of the guild. Mm -hmm. And he sends a message to the Mandalorian. He's like, yo, if you're getting this, you're alive. So am I. But here's the deal. The person who you stole the baby from has really, really... Made life here in Navarro bad. He brought in extra stormtroopers. He's desperate to find that child that you took. Come back here. We'll make a deal. You kill him. And then I'll get you back in the guild. And everything will be hunky-dory. Yep. Be like it never happened. You can live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. You live. The baby lives. Everybody's happy. So come on back. Yeah. Which is all well and good. And... I don't think the Mandalorian really believes him. Oh, no. But he says, I don't have a choice. Because when he was with Kara on whatever the name of that planet was, uh, that I forget, he's like, yo, that person showed up out of nowhere to come get us. So I really do have to get rid of the client if I want to be free and if I want the baby to be free. Yep. That's all that can happen, right? Yep. I mean, that's that's where we got to go. Yeah. So it all has to come back to where it started. Yeah. But I love how you how he, you see the pensiveness. And again, this great bit of acting. Mm-hmm. And cuz you never see the man's face and you just you see it in his body language and he just resigns himself to it. Oh, fine. And he flips and switches sets course yeah. but not to where not not straight back to Navarro. No, no. He's made some friends through the yeah, first few episodes. He has. So he goes first to see Kara, who's fighting on her planet. And, you know, they tied like a shock rope to each other and they're pounding the crap out of each other. And eventually she, of course, wins. Of course. I wouldn't, gee. And the Mandalorian is trying to convince her, like, hey, I can pay you handsomely. It'll be great. Come help me out. She's not interested until he says, yo, former Imperial. I'm in. Count me in. I get to kill imps. I'm in. I love that they call them imps. Yeah. Imps. That's a great, great pejorative. Yeah. And so then he also goes to pick up the Ugnaught, Queel, who we met very beginning. I have spoken. And which, we, which we hoped we would see again. Yes. Because he's I, an awesome character. He is an awesome character. And so he's, he's reticent to join as well. He's like, hey, man, I told you, my days of service are over. And I mean, and he's like, looky here, Ugnaught. And he's like, my name is, he's like, I have a name. My name is Mr. Tibbs. Yes. You see what I did there? I do. Okay. They called me Mr. Tibbs. So 
Khalil, I love the backstory we get about him. He's like, yo, I was a prisoner. I was forced into servitude, and I scratched and clawed my way out in three three of your human lifetimes. That's how long it took me to get free. He's an old dude. That's how long it took me to get free. And free, I'm free from the now. empire. And he's like, I don't want nothing to do with no imperials. No. And so the only way he's convinced, though, is because he... The Mandalorian is like, I don't want you to fight. I want. To, I just want you to watch the kid. That's it. And he says he will only if the new reprogrammed IG-11 droid will come with him. And it's a, I love it when he shows up serving tea and Mandalorian and Kara like, whoa. Whoa. Guns drawn. What? Because those droids. And he's like, that thing is programmed to kill the baby. That thing is just programmed to be a hunter. That's what it does. He's like, it can't. I thought that was interesting. He said it can't go against its nature. Right. And it's weird to think that a droid has some intrinsic nature. And because the Ugnaught, I mean, Quill even said, he's like, droids are arbitrary. They are reflections of the people who program them. Same with any other thing. Like a brick. A brick is totally arbitrary. You can use it to build something. Use it to kill somebody. It just depends on your intentions for using said brick. Mm -hmm. Same with an IG droid or any droid. However you program it. That's what it's going to do because it doesn't have any thoughts on its own. It doesn't decide what it's going to do on its own. Unless but, it's R2-D2. Right. But the Mandalorian, well, they should have wiped that bad boy's memory mm. long mm. ago. Um, But the Mandalorian does not believe that at all. He's like, you know, whatever the original programming for this droid, whatever its original creation, its intention, that's what it's going to do. So it can come, but I don't ever want it to leave the ship because yeah, I don't trust it. Yep. So on the ship fight, though, here's a moment that was really kind of surprising that, I mean, it caught me off guard. Kara and the Mandalorian are arm wrestling, talking shit to each other because that's what you do when you're arm wrestling. Well, yeah, you got to you got to distract you got to you're trying to psych the other guy out right catch yeah. him off guard make him make a mistake right and baby yoda is watching and apparently baby yoda has grown very fond of the mandalorian because apparently. it looks like the mandalorian is in trouble so baby yoda force chokes Kara <laughs> straight up like cuts off her airflow with the force vader style yeah and the main is no, no, no. She's my friend. She's my friend. And Kara gets all pissed. She's like, "That's not fair. That's cheating." <laughs> True. And and she's kind of like, "Keep that thing away from me." And Quill is like, "Whoa, that's curious. Very curious. What does that mean? Curious? Tell me what is happening." He's like, "I don't know what's happening. I've heard rumors." And heard stories about stuff like this happening, but I really can't explain it. Yeah, because you've gone basically a whole generation without any Force users running around. So yeah. it's it's all fallen to myth and legend at this point. Definitely. And so Baby Yoda being able to do it is and do it well without any training is kind of impressive. Yeah. What did you think about Baby Yoda's temper tantrum? When he started messing with the ship, yeah, you think he knew he was like, I don't want to go. I got, I got the feeling like he was scared. Like he's like, I don't want to go back there. I'm going to make the ship turn around. Yeah, that's that. that that's I, entirely possible. Yeah, hmm, I hadn't thought about yeah. that because he was, he was scared when he was in their custody before, and they hurt him. Yeah, and he remembers that. Yeah. I think he's trying to make 
he's trying to like, no, we need to not go back there. Yeah. This doesn't need to happen at all. So they land on Navarro and then meet with grief and out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And form a plan. You know, why you ain't going to land in the middle of town. Yeah. You're not going to get close. So the plan is, like we said, uh, the mailer is going to show up with the baby, get close to the client and then kill him and then kill the other four fire team people that he has around him. And then the rest of everybody will kind of scatter is the thought because their paycheck will be gone. Right. Cool. Let's go. But we got to camp because it's kind of far and the sun sets here fast. Yep. And then while they're camping, they get attacked by Minox. And Minox are gross and apparently lethal. Apparently poisonous with the claws. Poisonous with the claws. Picks up two of those little beasts that Quill brought with him. Like pick them up and carry them off. Mm-hmm. And those things are tiny. No. Not tiny at they're all. They're big and they're heavy. Yeah, and so the Mandalorian lights went on fire, and they shoot him enough to where they finally flee. They skitter away. But grief has been uh, raked badly, and they have one med kit, and that is not sufficient. And the poison is, like, coursing through his veins. So he's going to die. He's going to die rapidly. And he's like, oh, is this how it ends? Not like this. Tell me it's not like this. But Baby Yoda... Walks over and heals him like instantly. Call back to the second episode. Yeah, with where the baby, had, yeah, where he tried to mm-hmm. heal him. Mm-hmm. He had mm-hmm. the cut on his arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, I mean, I thought he was like going to use the force and like suck the poison out. Yeah, right. He straight up heals the dude. Like he's got like three inch deep I mean, it's gash. A gash. He's yeah. got he's got three gashes down to the bone, basically mm-hmm. in his arm, and it completely heals. Yeah. So that was that's a force thing we haven't seen yet. Yeah. That was cool. We've read about it, but never But we seen haven't it. seen it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So it's, and again, again, something we've read about we get to see, which is kind of, which is one yeah. of the neat things about the show. Definitely. So, they get close to town the next day and grief turns around blasters loaded and shoots his associates and reveals to the Mandalorian like, "Here was the plan. Uh, I was going to double cross you." Kill you and give the baby to the client. Yep. But after what happened last night, I just, I can't do can't it. can't do it. He's had a change of heart. I can't do it. So let's come up with another plan real quick so that we can end this. And he's like, yeah, I'm convinced now that baby Yoda doesn't need to go into his possession at all. Yeah, that needs to not happen. This child is worth protecting. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth protecting. So the new plan is that uh, Karga will pretend that him and Cara Dune have captured the Mandalorian. Yep. And they bring along the little baby carriage thing. The pram. The pram. And they, they've captured the Mandalorian. And while they're there, he, so they take his blaster and stuff away. And while they meet with the client, they're going to slip the Mandalorian a blaster and he's going to kill. Before, like we said before, he's going to kill everybody. Yeah. And so that's the plan. Great plan. No. No, not at all. There's a lot of factors, you know, and it, all of it is relying on the fact that there won't be that many people around. So, the the, yeah. So we're repeatedly told that, hey, he's only ever got four stormtroopers with him. He's like, yeah, there's others in town, but, but he travels with four. He travels with four. So when we're in the room, he's just going to have four guys. 
the two of you can handle four guys. Mm-hmm. Well, then it turns into six and then eight and then a million. Yeah. <laughs> and so while they're doing that, Quill has got the baby. The baby's not in the pram. And Quill is taking the baby back to the ship where IG-11 is. Yep. And they're going to protect the child. And if needs be, they'll bail. And and we're told, we're told Mandalorian says, look, if the stuff hits the fan, you put that ship into ground protect mode and there's not a thing on this planet yeah. that can get to you. I want to see that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so all he's got to do is get back to the ship and everything's cool. Right. So they go into town and first thing they do is they meet two stormtroopers on their speeder bikes mm-hmm. like we saw on Endor. Which are awesome. I would, God, I would fly one of those right now, man. Those are so, rad. So badass. And so while they're walking through town, there are so many stormtroopers. They're everywhere. You so can't many. take two steps and not trip over one. And you can't throw a rock and not hit one. I don't know why they still wear their uniforms and stuff like that. Like the Empire is dead. I don't know if it's a status thing. It might be the only clothes they own. There is that. There is definitely that, but it's just like, whoa, good Lord. Mm-hmm. That's a whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of them. Well, and it's their whole identity is wrapped up in that, too. So, I mean, there's, I think there's a psychological thing in play, wouldn't you think? There's, sure. And, I mean, they, it is supposed to be a protective suit. Not that it really, it's not like Beskar, which we've said before. Yeah. But it is supposed to serve some sort of purpose. Not that anybody's ever seen it deflect a blaster or anything. But whatever, it's there. So they meet with the client, and man, Werner Herzog. Oh, dude, dude, he's so good. Just put him in all the things, will you? He's so good. Like, just all the dialogue that he has, and I'm not going to try to do his voice because it would be an insult to him. But just the way he, like, would you care for a libation Mm -hmm. to celebrate the successful completion of our brief interaction. Like, yeah, I would. I would, thank you. <laughs> what What do you have in mind? Blue milk? Is it spiked? <laughs> Spike it, please. And then the way he's talking to the Mandalorian, you know, talking about how I don't understand why Mandalore rebelled against empirical rule. Because the Empire, statistically, look at the facts. We make everything better. Right. Peace, stability, prosperity, right. ability to trade. Yeah, it's like the yeah. Romans. I mean, that's the same, same basic yeah. idea that the Romans had. You know, the Roman roads, all the Roman government in place. Just being part of the Roman Empire was a big deal. Yeah, I remember one of the. I can't remember which book it was that I read of the expanded universe books. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them, the, the there's a character tells a story about hey. He tells a story about Vader showing up on his world. Yeah. And he's like, this dude shows up and we're scared half to death, but they don't, they don't hurt anybody. He's like, they brought us civilization. Yeah. You know, they did all this stuff for us. And now my world trades with this other world and this other world. And, you know, and it's like they, they brought commerce and, and clean water and, you know, a stable food supply taught, you know, improved our farming techniques and all this stuff. And so there is this other side to it that makes you think, well, maybe they're not all that bad. They are, but it's, it's like the Romans. It's this brutal thing, Mm -hmm. but look at what it brought 
to Western civilization. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tyranny, dictatorship. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. And almost that martial law. Yeah. Almost martial law. And first. that's not good. Yeah. But the benefits are definitely there. Sure. And so. If you're willing to kowtow to the rest of it. Right. And I mean, what options do you have sometimes? Like, right. uh, do I want to fight this huge machine? And do yeah. I want clean water or do I want to get slaughtered today? I mean, you look at the Mandalorians, the most advanced warriors that are supposedly in the galaxy. They mm-hmm. got wiped out. Yeah. Just, yeah. Wiped, wiped off out. the map. There's very few of them left and they hide underground in their little civilization because they don't want to be found by the Imperials. Right. So, but I mean, what what choice do you really have? So, Werner Herzog is like, okay, let me see the baby. Oh, he's sleeping. I love that. Oh, he's uh, he's sleeping. We will all be quiet, but let me see the baby. And it's about to be a standoff there when uh, he receives a call. I love it. And he's like, uh, please excuse me, but I must take this Don't call. Don't think me rude. However, I have to take, must this, take call. this call. <laughs> and it's Moff Gideon. So, still a Moff. And so, the only other Moff I remember is Grandma of Tarkin. You know, yeah. So I'm not sure what Moff stands for in the Star Wars world. We just, I just know we have other Moffs. It's like a higher up. I would think so. It's like it, it, it's an administrative thing. It's like a general, but above that, mm-hmm. with like administrative powers, mm-hmm. like your governors and what about and, like Grand Admiral, like Grand Admiral Thrawn? Well, I mean, he's. Isn't he the only one that holds that rank, though? I think so. Yeah, he. I think that's a. Yeah, I think his situation's a, a one-off. Admiral Ozzel, Admiral. But the moths are like, you know, yeah. your governors. Sure. If we were in a more feudal thing, you'd be your your, your dukes, dukes and your lords and gotcha. that kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. So Moff Gideon is on the phone and like, do you have the child in your possession? Yes, I'm about to. Look at him now. We're meeting together as we speak. Oh, you might want to look again. And they all get gunned down. Because Moff Gideon is not about sharing something. Something. It reminded me of that scene in the gauntlet. When Clint Eastwood's hiding in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's outside and they start shooting the house and the house literally falls in on itself. That, yeah. Right. So the Mandalorian radios Queel and he's like, yo, bail. Get out of here. Double time it. Are you back to the ship? Not yet. Get back to the ship. Get off world. Uh, Don't wait for us at all. Things have gotten way more complicated because Moff Gideon shows up. And so there's like death troopers, which are the ones with the black suits out there. There's like six to eight of them. And that's not who you want to be messing with. Those guys don't miss. Yeah. Regardless of whatever your theories are about orders, those cats don't miss. And then a little uh, transport ship shows up, and it's got a ton of stormtroopers on I it. I love it, and it's the transport. It's the troop transport. Yeah, the toy. Yeah. You remember the toy? I from, do. From the from the old, and it's got the swing outdoors, and the things open, and all the stormtroopers come pouring. I loved that. I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's my childhood all over again." Yeah. So tons of stormtroopers, and so when he real radios Quill. The two guys on the speeders happen to overhear it. Yeah, he's like, because it's just an open frequency. Right. So they are now know that the baby is not in town. So they fire it up, and they're chasing down Quill. 
And they're going to get that baby. And, and they go. got lucky. It's like, I mean, I guess they saw him coming. Okay, well, they came from that direction, so we'll go that direction. Sure. I mean, it, they. Did, I still think they got lucky. They did. For I, sure. I still think they got lucky because, you know, but hey. So Quill has his mount going. Like I mean, he is trucking as go. fast as he can. And he's got eyeballs on the ship. I mean, yeah, he's probably 100 yards away. And the gantry's coming down, Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, he's going to make it. We're going to get to see what ground protect mode looks like. Or you're thinking IG-11's going to come out. Yeah, and he's going to come out blasting. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. So we get to Moff Gideon, and Moff Gideon's like, yo, I'm going to have this baby any minute now, and you have no idea what I want it for. And you have no idea how important it is. You just don't know. You don't get it. Because I need it. I want it. He needs it for his chicken recipe. Give it to me. Give it to me now. So he's going to get the baby. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care about the collateral. He doesn't care about the loss of life. And he's bold. He's like, he's straight up, I am going to get this baby. Yeah. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts. This is a foregone conclusion. It's happening literally right now. Right. So the scout troopers catch up to Quill, and they, I mean, they kill him. Because well, the Mandalorian it, is raiding, Quill, are you there? Quill, where is he? Quill, have you made it to the ship? And so you see the, the radio, I mean, the other half of the walkie-talkie, basically, laying on the ground, and then they zoom out. And you see Quill in his little whatever he's writing. Well, again, and it's a smoking. Great, it's a great bit of editing where you're intercutting from the Mandalorian back to Quill, back and forth, back and forth, back, and then you start to see the gantry of the ship come down, yeah. and he's right there at the door. And the next cut could very. I would have as an audience, as a viewer, you would accept it on the next cut if Quill was. Inside the ship and the door was just closing and the guys were outside shooting. Mm-hmm. But instead, boom, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Well, I he saw, may not be dead. Well, he... He, he looks pretty dead. He's smoking out of his back. He looks pretty dead to me. Yeah. But... Uh, may not be, but I, I got a text from, from JD and he told me that he was not okay. I wasn't okay. This. No, I mean, this episode was was very good. Like, Oh, so good. All these loose ends, all these different stories that they've been telling kind of all came together in mm-hmm. this moment. And you, you've known for a while that there's big people after Baby Yoda. Yeah, there, there's a big bad. And the, the Mandalorian was really facing an uphill battle, saving him. But you thought he had a chance. Yeah. But faced against these kind of odds, you're like, oh, shit. This really might be a problem. And the scout troopers, I don't know if they work for Moff Gideon or if or what they're going to do, but they're the ones, because you see Quill on the ground and Baby Yoda has kind of And again, away. that's why in, the, in our last discussion, yeah. I wanted to point out Baby Yoda's resilience. Yeah. Because he is laid out flat. Yeah. Uh, how about that shot where he came by and just, yeah. like he was on horseback like in a horse, cowboy yeah. movie, and he scoops him up and... Yeah. But we've seen his... Res- and I think he's gotten beaten and banged and kicked around. For a while. So that we understand that he's tough. Yeah. And so we don't think, because not for a moment do you think he's dead. No. You're like, oh, he's just, he's he he just fell down. He wouldn't, he didn't stay in the house again and he fell down. Yeah. And that's so. Definitely. So, I mean, that is, that's quite a penultimate episode. Yes. And that is what you want in that, in that episode, in that slot. 
that's the episode you want. Yeah. And so I don't know what's going to happen with Dune, Queel, the Mandalorian, Grief, Baby Yoda. Like, you're like, what is happening? Who's going to win? Who is this new big bad moth that we've met? And what is his, what are his intentions for the baby? Like, wh- I need to know. Like, I was a little... This was the first time the whole season where I was a little annoyed that they didn't drop them all at once. I was like, shit, I would watch it right now if I could watch it. So it has me excited. And, of course, it's a long wait before the next one because of the movie. Yeah, so they bumped us up two days. And so it's like, ooh, (laughs) we get get it two days early. But now we got to wait two extra days. Because the movie's opening on Friday. We got to wait two extra days. Yeah. So. A little frustrating. I'm going to be a little upset. Yeah. Until. December 27th. December 27th. Late that night. Yeah, five. Well, see, that's the thing. What? You can't watch I'm it. I'm working five. that day. How are you? Down in Dilly, Texas, and then I uh, got to drive back up to San Antonio uh, and then fire up the Lappy and go. watch it. <laughs> there you go. So I'm going to be delayed. I got gotcha. you. No, I'm ready. I'm excited. I've really enjoyed that episode. I think it was probably. The best one. It was good. It was and really it gives good. me a lot of hope for the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. Because it was directed by Deborah Chow, who's doing the Obi-Wan series. Yeah, yeah she's a showrunner on that one, right? Yeah. yeah. So, And she directed episode three, which was also a really good episode. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah, that's my other favorite episode. The Sin. Yeah. yeah. That was, oh man, that one was really good. Yeah. So I'm ready. I still think that's the best episode so far, but this. Probably. But seven is a good Close second, yeah. If not a tie, and we'll see what happens with episode eight. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we'll be back next week when episode eight, the season finale of season one of The Mandalorian, comes out. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, there's a couple things you could do for us if you don't already. If you don't follow us on Twitter, you can do that. My Twitter's at Real JD Lee. I am at Seal Adams. That is S E A L E A D A M S. And you can always follow our show. I mean, our network Twitter. Um, at recap FM, at recap FM. Please do no dot in that because we don't do dots on social media. Also, if you want, you can uh, you can hit us up on uh, our website recap.fm. We mm-hmm. have um all of our old podcasts, all of our new podcasts, things that are coming up on there, and also there's a big red button that says subscribe, and you can subscribe to our newsletter. Which is, uh, we we come out every couple of weeks. We we uh, tell you about our old shows, new shows coming up, uh, maybe some original content, some information about contests if we're going to have any. Mm-hmm. So it's worth worth a read, worth your time if you're going to, you know, if you like email, if you like receiving emails and stuff. Yeah, like that. you know, you know why you want to, you know why you want to get on this why? on this now. Tell us because. Uh, Star Wars, the, That's right. the, the episode nine is coming out in a couple of days. Well, tomorrow, and uh, sometime over the next week, we're all going to watch it. Yes, we are, and uh, we're going to do a special uh, podcast on that that we will tag on to one a a a future uh, edition of the newsletter. Yes, so you want to get down on that, right? Yeah. Right? Absolutely yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Tip your waitresses. We'll be here all week. <laughs> we'll be here all week. So yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Uh thank you for sticking with us. 
If you haven't left us a review and you'd like to, we would love to get that and read it. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. I will read it on the show. Yeah. Send a review. I will read it back to you. Yeah, definitely. So, like I said, we will be back real soon. Next week, we are anticipating the season finale. We hope you are, too. There's a movie in between now and then, so go watch it. Let us know what you think about that, Mm -hmm. for sure. But uh, until next time, enjoy the holidays, enjoy spending time with friends and family, and look forward to the season finale of The Mandalorian.